0: Okay, well, we've been in a series uh, stories of hope and uh, featuring uh, some awesome teachers uh, around Eden who are sharing some personal stories around just difficulty and challenges uh, that they've been through. And uh, today we have Mr. Vickert. Clap for him. Uh, everyone's favorite math teacher. Um, and yeah, they've been going into some great uh, stories of just, yeah, like I said, personal challenges and some difficulty and, and wrestling through that trying to find hope through it as well so uh, briefly just introduce yourself uh, your connection to eden
1: and um yeah how you became a teacher here wow i yes i'm uh, my name is arnold Bickert. i have uh, a family of four wife and uh, four kids uh, three boys and a little girl and uh, i've been a teacher at eden um, for a while um, My parents might know and uh, I, it, the path to Eden was, like, when you look at, back at it now, it was, was actually quite neat, and you can see God's leading in that. But uh, I, I was a student at Eden. Um, I was uh, a student council president. I did all the, the Eden stuff, wore the uniform, did the chapels every day. Uh, but it was out in Agana out in lake. Uh, after Eden finished, um, we talked about having plans. I knew what my plans were, and they just did not work, right? like. Um for the next five years, every year I was in a different province, I think. Um well, back and forth. So uh, I, I went to Winnipeg, I, I went came to Brock my second year, back to Winnipeg my third year, back to Brock my fourth year. Um very indecisive, looking for God's will. Um and then finally I um, got into teachers college and it was uh my final year at Teachers College where um it was uh my associate teacher goes, Hey, there's an opening at Eden. I heard you were uh you went to school there and uh i had an interview and uh got on as part time and uh it was it's been it's been good it's been good yeah that was in the 1800s i don't know when that um <laughs> yeah uh, it's it's been a while um and uh what uh yeah what a ride like if you would look back um it's been three different buildings i uh, i started when there was like uh 200, 200 students and now there's 1200 um, so, my dream was always to teach in a big school and but I wanted to stay at Eden and look what happens um, so it's been good um, a lot of positive changes, and with that comes you know uh growl- growing pains but uh it's been been really good to see let's see yeah that 's awesome.
0: Yeah, so uh, I actually remember Mr. Bickert sharing uh, <laughs> when I was a student here, and uh, yeah, just feeling so encouraged to know that there are teachers out here who uh, just have real stories that they've gone yeah. through, and and one of the stories that you shared, and I remember very clearly, was uh, your the story of your son Matthew and his battle with leukemia. Uh, I I would love if you could share just a bit with the, the students here, a bit of that journey.
1: Sure, sure. Um, I. T- you know th- we are also talking about uh you know stories that uh of hope and and some stories that require that are, are heavy stories right like and um and it's it's always and now with having um you know i do have other children but whenever people see me it's it's always well how's matthew doing and i go well do you want to hear about you know daniel uh, jason sophia um no just matthew how 's he doing um, go all right uh, he 's doing okay he 's doing doing well I, The journey started about nine years ago he's he 's eleven year old uh, kid now in grade six. Um, he would probably wouldn 't like me talking about him um, because when you go through all this stuff he, he just wants to fit in as as being a normal kid, um, but his um, life was anything but normal um, it 's one of these things as a parent you you dread so the first time. We took him in to the hospital um, when he was two years of age here in Niagara, and they didn't know what was wrong. Um, They did blood work, and uh, it was out of whack. And I remember that word, out of whack. And, you know, the internet is the worst thing to go on, and it's like this thing that you go, all right, let's eliminate all these things that are wrong. And down at the bottom was cancer. And you're just going, oh, please, blood infection. Oh, please, broken bone. Oh, please, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, but no it it got down to that Um, and it's like your your worst nightmare coming true and uh, heading off to hamilton um, with a two and a half year old and wondering what that journey's like and it's a 25 month journey treatment um, for a two and a half year old kid and i don't even want to read off i had looked at our blog and my wife's an accountant so she um, put down all the things that he had gone through, like in um, just one like over 600 chemo treatments, surgeries, um, specialists, this, that, and the other thing. And this is a two and a half year old. So um, the positive side of that is um, they said there's a, a really good 90% chance that he'll make it through. All right, well, I know about math, 90% is pretty good. Well, that didn't work for us. So after two years of him being clear, um, he uh, uh, relapsed, and we went through it again, but this time he's older, um, stronger, angrier, um, and uh, another two years. Uh, and, uh, but this time, I think we, like, it's almost like now we knew what we were getting into, which scared us but prepared us. Um, so um, I wasn't going to let my wife go through all that again on her own. So I took time off from work, we pulled our kids from school, and we packed our bags, and we went to a place called Ronald McDonald House. And uh, we pretty much made that our home for for a couple of months. And that's where, you know, some of these uh, stories of hope come through. Um, you would never meet these people um, uh, that are the ones that are taking care of you unless you're in this really bad situation. and. The storyline always is the same when you meet these people nice to meet you again um I, i'm just sorry that i have to meet you again right like because you come to these these places you don't want to be there um but um you know they are just uh these uh, yeah like so we these experiences with uh what was it like we would never have met these people at the hospital uh, caring nurses, Child Life, Ronald McDonald House, Camp Trillium, like you probably don't know of uh, a lot of these these caring places um, that are there for families um, and that are just absolutely incredible. I wish I would have never met them, but we did. So that's, that's kind of our story. And uh, that second relapse, uh, We finished December of uh, 2019, so right now he's been two years clear of that. So now we're at the anxious stage again of wondering what's happening. So, yeah, there we are.
0: Yeah, no, thank you very much for sharing. Uh, Any specific points that you really sense, you know, God's presence through hope and peace? um, Like in those moments, being in the hospital, it's got to be very, very hard to find those things. And like, you know, Mr. Ixinga said last week, looking and searching while still in the process yeah. is very, very difficult, but yeah, anything that you kind of saw through circumstances or people or just kind of big moments where God granted you that peace?
1: So it's, it's in all these moments that, uh, you know, I've heard stories this week already and, and people say, you know, they grew up in this, uh, a Christian home. They've gone to church. They've gone to Sunday school. And I would, uh, I would call this the, the Sunday school answers that, that I would have up to a certain point in my life. And, um, the difference between Head knowledge and heart knowledge and all i had was was head knowledge and you know in math i talk about pure math and applied math and i one does need the other um but i'm all about the applied stuff but i didn't have that i didn't have the applied faith um and this is where it happened It, it happened when you know your your friends aren't around your support groups aren't around we talked about support groups right like um we had awesome support groups like our small group, our immediate family, our church family, our school family, um, they surrounded us with love. But at two in the morning, and I call these the 2 a.m. demons, um, you know, when uh, we, we have finished for the day and uh, my wife has to stay at the hospital and I trudge to Ronald McDonald House through snow and you know, it's dark and you go, this is, the, this, this is not how I planned life, right? And in those moments, like you're, you're just looking for um, where is hope, where is God in all of this? And um, the hope that is there is, you know, all that you know, going to those those chapels for those four years, going to that s- those Sunday school, all of that stuff that was the head knowledge. When when all of a sudden, when you're in a free fall of of a spiritual life, and you're going, where is everybody? And there there is no one around, and the only one that's there is Jesus, like. That's where, you know, you see hope. So in that walk, you know, at, at 1 in the morning, leaving the hospital, it's snowing outside. I go, God, really? Like, now it's, you know, it was nice all day. It's snowing. Walk into the hospital. No one's around. No one cares, it seems like. And there's God, right? That, that's the hope. Um, and that's the circumstance. People, oh, my goodness, yeah. Uh, you'd see people, the known people, um, like I said in our communities, but the ones that would uh, really touch me would be the ones that you don't expect um, The cleaning lady at the hospital like I'd round the corner and she goes hey, how's your son? And I'm going you know I, we just talked to you and it's, her name was Rose um, We we talk we play a game when we get to the hospital. Where's Alan and he's a porter uh, the funniest guy around. He's got dreadlocks. Um, he's just the the chattiest guy. And then all of a sudden, I get a text. My wife goes, "Found Alan." I go, "Shoot!" Right? Like, um, but this <laughs> this is the guy. I text back, "Did he hug you?" Because uh, he hugged me. Right? Like, uh, I, all these things. Like, y- you gotta find uh, the silver lining, the hope in all of that. It doesn't take away the pain, um, but it helps you, you know, kind of deal with that. Right? So walking in Lowe's looking for something and, and Matthew's with me and the big giveaway is his nose tube, right? And a uh, person that uh you know came up to us and goes, Oh, before I help you, can I pray with you? I go, Sure. Right? I, I didn't know who you're gonna pray to, but uh, you know, I'll take it. Um so that's that's people, circumstance it's it's all there, right? Like, yeah.
0: No, oh, that's just beautiful to see yeah, God, putting different people in your lives, lives at different moments to uh, just give you that extra <laughs> boost of hope and peace when you need it. Um yeah, it's beautiful. We all have that opportunity to do that in everybody's life, um to take a moment and pray for somebody that's in need. It's beautiful. Yeah, just uh last kind of question and and thought, um you know, if you had a message of hope for students today, what would you share with them? What would be kind of
1: Yeah, this is a away? tough one. How much time is left? Just so I I I you know, I've, I've been working with teenagers all my life. I felt like I went from being a teenager to working with teenagers. And the one lesson I've learned is um, if, if you tell a teenager to do something and they don't want to do it, there's no way of convincing them. It's they have to experience it. And um, I would love to be able to say avoid this you know do this don't do that and i i know you're gonna just go well no i'm gonna experience life on my own right like and that's where you kind of experience it but um hope is is i I was looking for some sort of explanation of that and i I had a you know a few things down and then also this morning it came to me um years ago i went on a missions trip and it was to prague and um there's this famous bridge there called charles bridge and I was at that bridge twice in one day. One day it was filled with hope, or the one time was filled with hope, and the second time with hopelessness. The first time was during the day. We were there with our group. We were evangelizing. Uh, the bridge was filled with vendors. There was, you know, sunshine out, and there was happiness. We came back that evening. All those happy vendors were replaced with um, homeless people, um, drug addicts, um, uh, just I walked up I, c- I couldn't believe it was the same bridge I saw that that morning and I saw in the eyes um, hopelessness and I'm going how can one place be filled with hope and hopelessness kind of like at the same time and sometimes it's just perspective and for those of you that that know me um, like I, I just a lot of times just want to have a good time um, just want to look at the good things in life. Um, but underneath there, there's a lot of things that I need to cope with and deal with. Um, but I, I choose every day. Um, I, I choose hope. Um, I, I don't want to choose that that hopelessness. It doesn't work every day, but a lot of it is mindset. Um, and surrounding yourself with with good people. Don't do the battle alone, but um Like, you know, like, choose it. Um, Choose to be involved with, with, uh, you know, with chapel, with um, people that care about you, with mentors, with um, people. Like, my wife and I have this agreement that, uh, you know, we need to see people that will keep us on track. Um, So I have my uh, coffee buddies. um, She has her tea buddies. Um, We have to do that. Like, you make, uh, you know, just this conscious decision um to choose that um because it it'll it'll fall apart otherwise right like um so yeah i, g- I got to go to work i got to give you guys a quiz today i got to you know i got to do all that the answer's dne by the way um <laughs> <laughs> uh, go. right like peace <laughs> coming to <laughs> chapel eh? <laughs> 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 like in, I in I choose to like to enjoy life in the midst mm. of all of that, right? And um, that's because I I have I I have faith, I have family, um, I you know, and it, it's oh there's tears there there's tears, um, but that's that's part of life. But we we were talking about um, if you don't have that hope and faith, uh, how do you cope with life? And I can see that I can see that hopelessness um, in in few. At times during during the day, but I can also see that hope. So choose it. I guess that's the the yeah. main thing.
0: No, it's just beautiful the story of having things stripped away like health and yeah, yeah, and then having to choose right, choosing hope. And I think we've learned over the past couple of days that it is it takes work. It does take work to actually you know get into that mindset and yeah. and to believe that. Um, wha- are there any like kind of key passages or any uh, songs that you just kind of had on? on repeat or anything that you just had that was just really dear to you in those moments?
1: Yeah, like you would, the one that happened right before this, and we we had a small group session, and I heard it, uh, Mr. Dzinga talk about this, the difference between joy and happiness, and um, rejoice in the Lord always, and and you're kind of going like, how do you do that? Well, it's not be happy all the time right um joy is much deeper than that and and that's what resonated with me in that so um you can find happiness in material things but i think you find joy in in experience faith people um and and that type of thing so that's that's where uh yeah that that passage of rejoice in the lord always like even in tears even in the hospital right like even like in the worst possible times, and that's because when you're in that free fall of of life um if if there isn't an anchor point somewhere um then uh you're just you keep falling right so yeah that that's there there's always other things right like you you gotta find your your uh things that'll inspire you, make you laugh, you know a good marvel movie is always always great right um but uh yeah it it is. It is that joy that you're you're constantly seeking. And it can be elusive, right? Like, it can be elusive, but you constantly look for that. That's great.
0: Yeah, can we just say thank you to uh, Mr. Bickert (laughs) for sharing this morning? It's awesome. I hope that you as as students just feel encouraged. I remember sitting in the chair and I i got a little emotional this morning. I'm still very emotional, but uh just being encouraged that there are teachers here that that care more than just about your grades and and you know, you learning the content that you need to learn so you can be successful in life, that they care about how you're doing beyond that spiritually as well. So, I hope you feel encouraged by that this morning. And um yeah, as we continue um we have Mrs. Elliot sharing uh tomorrow, tomorrow morning, so I hope that uh, you guys continue to to come out and keep hearing uh, the message of hope and if you're feeling like you need prayer uh, if you're having struggles and, and a difficult time trying to find that hope and, and find that joy uh, we have people in the SLC all day throughout the day before you get to school after you leave school we're, we're here so please come, come talk to us come find us we'd love to walk with you through that so let me pray and then we can uh, go on our day God thank you so much for uh, the hope that we can find in you And God, the peace that you grant uh, in situations where it seems like there is no peace, there is no hope. Uh, God, we're grateful that you are our hope and that you walk with us every single step of the way. We pray for Mr. Bickard and his family and the journey that they're on. Thank you for the amazing testimony that he was able to share today and the encouragement that it is for us. Be with us as we go throughout our day. I pray that we'd be a blessing to the people around us. Amen. Uh, Quick announcements, guys are meeting at lunch in the SLC, girls, uh, senior guys, sorry, Uh, juniors can come, anybody can come really, Uh, yeah, so senior guys at lunch in the SLC, and then uh, senior girls uh, tomorrow for life groups, so we'll see ya, have a great day, thanks for being here.